Welcome to my podcast. This is the Dr. Raymond Havlicek podcast for May 24th, 2022. Uh, we are very fortunate again to have my good friend, uh, Dimitri Feld, uh, uh, participate in today's uh, podcast. Uh, as I've mentioned before, for those of you who have not uh, heard any of my previous podcasts with Mr. Feld, uh, Dimitri was born in Russia. He was born in Kamchatka. And at the age of three, his family moved across uh, uh, Russia all the way to Ukraine. And so he grew up in Ukraine. Um, and then he was conscripted into the Soviet army uh, in the 1970s, I guess, and was stationed on the Chinese frontier. Uh, so uh, Dmitry has had a lot of experience with Russia and has lots of feelings and opinions about it. But he identifies as a Ukrainian-American. And uh, uh, so he knows a lot about Ukraine. He's a world traveler. He works for the United States Luge Association. So he's a representative of American luge competition throughout the world. So he has friends in Europe and all over the world. And he knows a lot about what's going on in Ukraine. As a matter of fact, uh, he acted as a co-host and translator uh, for several individuals in uh, Ukraine during the war. Um, so uh, welcome. Thank you, Doc. It's good to see you. Yes, good to see you too. You look nice and relaxed after vacation. And my haircut. And your <laughs> haircut, yes. Yeah, well, I always get my haircut as we go into the warmer weather. It keeps me Got nice it. and cool. Uh, and then in the winter, I let it get uh, longer so I stay warm. Uh, at any rate, um, so, uh, you know, there's been a lot of news that's been happening recently. So some of the high points of the news have been the w Russian withdrawal from the area kind of north of the capital of Ukraine, which is Kiev, uh, and the intensification of the Russian uh, concentration in the eastern part of the Donbass part of Ukraine. Um, there have been rumors about uh, Putin being sick with uh, cancer. We don't know if that's true or false. There's been rumors of a coup that was failed, that failed, and even a plot to assassinate him that uh, may have, that pro undoubtedly failed, if it happened. Um, and uh, also, there's been a lot of discussion about how poorly the Russian army has been doing in this war, although they seem to have consolidated their holdings in many parts of the eastern part of the country. Um, and they seem to want to have a um, strategy to link up their control of Crimea and uh, going all the way uh, southeast, uh, southwest rather, to Odessa to, to solidify and consolidate that entire area. And meanwhile, Congress has passed a $40 billion um, uh, aid package uh, to Ukraine that will uh, that will involve a lot of replenishment of arms that we we gave them. So we need to replenish the depleted arms like the Javelin missiles, for instance, um, and the anti-ship missiles. Uh, so uh, but there's been controversy, some controversy in the United States about that 40 billion dollar deal coming from people like Senator Rand Paul um, and uh, Tucker Carlson, who continues to make uh, snide remarks about what what are we doing in Ukraine? Um, but uh, the overwhelming majority of uh, members of the Republican Party and the Democratic Party seem to solidly support the $40 billion deal with the presumption that uh, if we don't stop Russia in Ukraine, the Baltics will be next. And China is watching very closely to what's going on. 
so that if we fail to show the backbone that we need to stop Russia in the Ukraine, uh, President Xi of China could see that as a green light to attack Taiwan, thinking that the West would not come to the assistance of Taiwan. And just yesterday in the news, there's been a lot of hullabaloo about Biden being asked, would America defend Taiwan if Taiwan was attacked? And he said yes. And then the administration seemed to walk back that later on. Um, and uh, he's covered, as you know what, by saying, uh, by the Democrats saying things like this, uh, strategic ambiguity as an explanation for it. So we don't really know what this administration would do if um, if Taiwan was attacked. But we do know that this administration sure as heck dragged their feet in supporting Ukraine in the beginning of this war, uh, actually enabling, if not encouraging, Biden to go on. So with that as a background here, do I know my current events? Do I know my history? What do you think? Well, it's a lot of things going on while you were on vacation, of course. Uh, war is not uh, stopped in Ukraine. Uh, Ukrainians fighting very hard. Uh, you are correct that Russians trying to consolidate uh, eastern part, go across to the western part, but they did lose Battle of Kharkiv, yes. which is second largest city in Ukraine. And now Ukrainians back to that border. So perhaps they are watching through the periscopes right into Russian territory. And I'm sure Russians not very happy. So Ukrainians did a lot of work um, to recapture Kharkiv. And uh, um, I think right now it's mostly stalemate from what I'm hearing from my friends from Ukraine. And basically, uh, Russians trying to bring reinforcement. Uh, what I'm hearing from Russia, it's um, uh, they are bringing conscripts uh, very quietly. Uh, so they reinforce him with brand new people who have no idea how to fight. Uh, very short training. They don't have a lot of people. Uh, they uh, shooting uh, long range missiles, and that's basically they trying to scare the Ukrainians. Uh, but uh, Ukrainians getting a lot of stuff from the West, and they are getting ready. Uh, from what I'm hearing, they are reinforcing uh, the uh, army with new equipment. Uh, they just used that, uh, <clears throat> I saw uh, they was using that uh, kamikaze drone, drones for the first time, successfully. So it's a lot of game going on between Ukrainian defense and, and Russians. Uh, in my mind and mind, a lot of people who's now seen what's happening in Ukraine will uh, win this war. Bloody, it's going to be bloody war. Uh, where is it going to end up? Ukraine says they won't have integrity of the countries they want to take Donbass back and uh, I, I see it as going to be pretty crazy there. What did you think about the, the fact that the Ukrainians arrested the so soldier, uh, the Russian soldier that shot the civilian and uh, he pled guilty and apologized for killing the Ukrainian civilian and was sentenced to uh, life, life in, in prison in U Ukraine as a war criminal. Did you read about that? Yeah, I saw on TV. <clears throat> You know, I was in army myself, as you mentioned, in Soviet army. I was 18 years old, conscript too, you know, like he was. He's actually a tanker, apparently. Yes. And uh, he said he was ordered to shoot the civilian. Uh, it is uh, knowing how Soviet army in those days work and now Russian army work. I'm sure he was ordered uh, to do that. And 
he probably, uh, if he would say he wouldn't do it, they would arrest him, probably beat the hell out of him, mm -hmm. send him to Siberia. And he uh, have two choices, or unfortunately kill that civilian, or follow what uh, will happen to him. And his, in his mind, a regular yeah. guy, of course, his uh, psycho worked, I better kill Ukrainian. He did not probably want it, as he said, because he, I didn't see him, he was a tough a uh, guy like, uh, you know, he was in army for 10 years and he didn't care about lives. He probably have uh, remorse what he did. He said he did. He, uh, yeah. And uh, but uh, and uh, uh, and unfortunately for him, he have to be part of that uh, stupid army. You know uh, that uh, hundreds of thousands of Russians have left Russia. Oh yeah, because of this war. I don't know if you're aware of that, but oh yeah, well they yeah. all they trying to run away. A lot of them in the Republic of Georgia now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, things is happening in Russia. It's very uh, uneven. You know, Russia is such a uh, uneven country. So they were showing on TV was concert, very popular concert of musician in Saint Petersburg, mm -hmm. and they were chanting "End the war." Yes. I it saw was that. thousands of people there, and I was very surprised they wasn't afraid. But St. Petersburg, probably one of the city doesn't affiliate itself with Moscow. It's always uh, was pro-democracy. Yeah. That's yeah. where Putin started, actually, yeah. as a so-called yeah. uh, Democrat. Yeah. And uh, But then uh, I saw on TV yesterday uh, all those unfortunately uh, captured uh, Azov warriors, from Mariupol, they were brought up yesterday publicly in a big city of Russia called Rostov, which is not far from the border, and they walked them through the streets of Rostov, basically abusing them. Uh, uh, they had their hands behind their back. It was about, I say, more than 100, maybe 200 of those Azov, and they brought Russian people outside on the streets, and they were chanting, they calling them names, called them Nazis, fascists, yeah, right. throwing to them. It was a, a typical show of Soviet uh, and maybe Putin's uh, degenerates who would do this to those soldiers. But that's tell you how how much they hate them. And those was really uh, uh, warriors who fought very hard in Mariupol. They didn't want to give up, but they had so many injured people there. Uh, who was operated without anesthesia, without any medicine, that they have to take them out. But that's how they treat them yesterday. I saw this, uh, I got video uh, right from Russia, and uh, you, when you see it, you you will remember, you think it's uh, Nazi Germany. All those Russian yeah. people was going crazy. Now, they brought them in. So sometimes you don't know if you want to be brought in. If you yes, but it was horrible. So you have two parallels: city in Saint Petersburg against the war, and then city of Rostov and Don. They want to kill those people. Well, we don't know to what extent uh, Putin organized. Oh, that I'm sure he organized. Yeah, and 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 the thing is 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 that um, Russia. Uh, this is not Russia's war. This is Putin's war. Yes, absolutely. And and that from what I've read. He's fired a lot of his commanders. Mm -hmm. Okay, there have been 12 Russian generals killed. Um, and um, so uh, I also have read that he's micromanaging the war. Mm -hmm. So he's even down to the tactical 
he's seen uh, decisions. His, uh, he's seen he's Napoleon. Right. He think exactly. He thinks he's Napoleon, <laughs> and he's not a military man. He's a KGB man, but not a military man. And and um, so um, the effect that this has psychologically, firing people and and micromanaging the war is that no one is willing to talk to him and give them their opinion. They're just all yes men surrounding him. So you know. <laughs> Pardon me. It's a very dangerous situation, and it's one in which he could just make mistake after mistake. And it appears as though he's ruining Russia, uh, that he's he's bringing Russia down. I've seen pictures of what their malls look like. They're empty. People aren't shopping in them because there's no goods in there to sell. The ruble is more or less worthless. And um, so Russia is not doing so well. Meanwhile, I, I, I'm very concerned about uh, the politics of Ukraine in America. Mm -hmm. OK, so before I tell you my my beef about it, which goes against people like Tucker Carlson, Rand Paul, who I love in general, but not the views that he's taken on Ukraine. What how do you see this the situation uh, in America with regard to support for the war? As of right now, it's strong, uh, very, very strong. Americans uh, uh, basically open their hearts, their minds, their, their pockets. Actually, you know, we live in here, uh, people donating money, uh, all kinds of stuff to support uh, to support Ukraine. Uh, I'm, I see right now, because of no actions in Ukraine, Military actions, it's like was before it was Kiev, it was Kharkiv, it was this. Uh, they were shown on TV destroyed houses. Yes. Because now it's kind of still made. It's less news on TV because basically <clears throat> not much uh, to the really show. The counteroffensive against the counteroffensive has not, not occurred. Yet. Not yet. Right. So uh, I think, but uh, the, I think the problem I see in America is not that interest is going to. A stop, but it's a economy in the United States. A lot of people worry about their own pocket now. When you start paying yes. for gasoline in upstate New York, $5 per gas per gallon, it hurts a lot of people. So while they uh, was uh, preoccupied with Putin and war, uh, now they're saying, hey, let's get our economy going. How about uh, get food for children? So... Uh, but I think, uh, as you mentioned to me, I think it's not only uh, United States. I think it's the whole world pretty much united. Look, yes. suddenly Finland and Sweden raised their hand and Absolutely. they rushed towards NATO. Not only walked, they rushed and they said, take us, please. We see this maniac on our border and they want to be part of NATO. And I think it's a great idea. It shows to the world that the world really figure out who Putin is. NATO is united with their getting into NATO, except for Turkey. Well, they will figure out how to deal with I, Turkey, I too. I hope so. I they hope will. So. They will. Because so. Kurds, uh, it, uh, you know, Kurds, it, the Turkey complain about Kurds. Yes. Who fighting for their independence. And, you know, mm -hmm. Kurds is one of the nationalities who live in many countries, yes. but have no their own country. Yes. Uh, and it's kind of sad because it's such a bright, smart yes. people. And they're, they're pro-American. They're yeah. pro-American. But if you look uh, uh Turkish politics, they have a legal uh, Kurd party yeah. who uh, got 28 percent, almost took uh, uh, Erdogan out. But they, they couldn't get the coalition because people couldn't figure out how to do it. So they legally represented actually in Turkey, but then they have problem with KPR. Yes, yes. So, yes. but I think Turkey they will figure out how to do it.
Uh, as Benjamin Franklin said, the definition of insanity is when you keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. Putin went into this war hoping to divide and weaken NATO. He's had exactly the opposite effect. He's caused Sweden, as you point out, and Finland to apply for membership in NATO. They will uh, uh, very significantly strengthen oh my God. NATO. They have very high-tech armies. armies. And uh, don't forget Ericsson and Nokia are, uh, are um, I believe, Finnish brands. Um, Nokia is Finnish, I think. Uh, Ericsson is Swedish. Is Swedish, right. And so the Volvo. <laughs> yes, right. And the Volvo, right. And uh, they, these are very high-tech co companies. And uh, for, you know, for decades they were neutral. Uh, but then this, these the, the people of Finland and Sweden seeing the people of Ukraine getting emulsified by Putin, uh, they had to give up their neutrality. They did nothing to provoke Russia. All they're doing is that they want to defend themselves by joining NATO, which is not an offensive organization. It is a purely defensive organization. Um, but I, I am concerned about people like Tucker Carlson. I really have a problem with him. I generally like his views, and he's a very intelligent and great conservative commentator. But boy, oh boy, has he picked the wrong side uh, with regard to the Ukraine-Russian uh, conflict. And um, I, I uh, have tweeted him. I've gotten no response from him, of course. But I've suggested that he have someone like me on his program to ask him face to face, what would you have said if instead of the year being 2022, it was 1939 and it was time for Munich? Right. Okay. Would you be saying that we should uh, uh, support Chamberlain and give uh, half of Czechoslovakia to Hitler to appease him to prevent a war? Or what would you have said? He, to be honest, he would have had to have said that it's not his war. It's not America's war. So do whatever you have to do to stop Hitler. But um, the appeasement of Hitler led to World War II. Well, I and, think he's doing this for rating. Uh, I don't know why why he's doing it. It it because it's 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 extremely unintelligent of him to be taking a position favoring Russia and Putin over Ukraine. That was his initial statement. He said, "Quote unquote, I'll take." Russia any day over right. Ukraine right. is what he said. So it doesn't show much uh, intelligence on his part. Well, what do you he did think? apologize kind of for Putin attacking and he said he was against the war later, later. Yes. When people, uh, civilians start dying, he said, yeah, it's not good war, but you know, they have biological uh, yes. laboratories yeah, there. Yeah. Oh my God, they're gonna go kill monkeys. Well, as if to just Ukraine Russia. don't have it. Yeah, 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 yeah no. I, I'm not sure. I thought he did for, uh, he was not educated. He never, like you said, he never talked to real people like you and me. He never been in Ukraine. I don't even know he ever been in Russia. He doesn't also understand the psychology of a bully. Yes. Did you see interview of that uh, uh, Marine uh, who was uh, freed from Russia, Reed? Yes. Uh, T Tucker Carlson should go talk, interview him. Uh, oh, he won't. <laughs> right. But he should ask him how life for real people uh, real criminals, maybe who got drunk and uh, hit somebody with a car, and what they do to them in Russian jails. And that uh, Marine guy, uh, Reed, had excellent interview. He said that life in Russia doesn't mean nothing to anybody, from the guards in the jail to the KGB to Putin. And that's not what America is all about, or Ukraine. Lives mean a lot there. And that's why they put the yeah. soldier on uh, trial, because he killed, he killed a civilian, civilian Ukrainian. Yeah. 
Should they give him life? I'm not sure. I think at the end, kind of was a little misunderstood by the ruling, but um, I think that shows in Ukraine they do uh, care about lives. In Russia, it's totally different. Right now, I'm talking to my friends in Ukraine. They're saying, you won't believe it how many uh, Russian soldiers died, thrown, uh, left by Russian army, and yeah. then Ukrainians have to bury them. He said, you won't believe how many of those individual burial sites, they have no idea who's those people. They burn. They have no ideas. And and that's what Ukrainians took care of them. The people invade them and they took care of them. And where is, their, where is the Putin's army? There's also talk about Russians shooting their own soldiers that were wounded. It's possible. Rather than to bring I, I them believe back, it. You know? Right now, it's such a madhouse there. It's not really control. Uh, they acting as basically barbarians and, and hordes. Uh, they not really uh, uh, have like a, a, any more liberation war now. They basically trying to stay alive. So I wasn't surprised. Uh, I came across a great article which I shared with you. It uh, was in um, Newsmax, I believe, entitled "Ukraine Has Awakened the West to Its Own Decay." Correct. And I thought this was a really, really great uh, article. I'll just read a paragraph or two from it. It says, after five centuries of growing self-confidence and rising prosperity across the West, built upon a steady accretion of norms and values, suffused by liberty and law, and then the great leap forward of the Industrial Revolution, we became lost in our own dream world. Uh, this has happened before, of course, in Rome, in Egypt, um, and, and other empires, uh, but um, the the uh, writer of this article, where is the same pattern? He says we're in the same pattern, but the difference is that Ukraine Stood up. has awakened yeah. the West to its own demise and, and potential decay. Um, instead of being concerned about authoritarianism and communism and the imposition of China on Taiwan and Russia on Ukraine, we're concerned with pronouns and bathrooms. <laughs> You see, and so I think that now we're starting to realize that we can't take our liberty and freedoms for granted, because if we do, uh, before you know it, the Russians will be knocking on Alaska and uh, our territory and um, and taking us. If you just go back a couple of months ago, R Germany was importing almost all of its uh, fuel from Russia. Trump warned Germany, who was, uh, which was then uh, run by um, Merkel. Merkel, right? Um, uh, why are you doing this? We have fifty thousand American troops stationed in Germany, and you made yourself dependent on Moscow. Why are you doing this? You should stop the Nord Stream two pipeline. Trump did that, of course. Uh, of course, as soon as Biden came into office, he okayed the North Stream and he did not stand up to it. Now that we have the invasion, uh, of course, the whole world has changed. So the world is going through a realignment, both in Europe as well as in Southeast Asia. And I think politically within the United States, Americans are angry about the way Biden pulled the troops out of Afghanistan. Americans are angry at any, uh, any uh, implication that our armed forces are weak and that America is vulnerable to uh, Russian aggression. So uh, perhaps Ukraine is not only helping itself, but it's also helping Europe wake up to the fact that they have to pay the price to defend themselves against Russia. And so are we. What do you think? Well, world never going to be the same. 
Right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter of or it's NATO, or it's uh, European Union. Organizationally, everything gonna be relook because of this invasion, and so the United Nation. I think even United Nation is most bureaucratic organization in the world have no teeth really. None. Only they do criticize Israel day and night. That's right. But I think even they will relook at Russia totally different way now because. 90 or 100 countries voted for against the aggression, and now they know what it is. Well, they're now, sending weapons. Israel is yeah, now starting to send weapons to Ukraine. And they're also going to look at China, yeah. a lot of these countries, yeah. because yeah. China trying basically by peaceful meaning occupy the world with that uh, road uh, stuff. They want to build right, a railroad, right. even in Europe. So now people are going to think, wait a minute. The best friends is Xi and Putin. Let me just uh, inform our listeners, if you don't know what... Uh, what Dimitri is talking about, the Chinese have engaged in a program of lending huge amounts of money to uh, countries all over the world that the Chinese communists know they can't pay back. So when they go bankrupt and they can't repay them, then China comes in and says, well, we'll do you a favor. We'll suspend the debt repayment. But you, we have to have a military base there. We have to control you. <laughs> OK, well, this has been wonderful, Dimitri. How about we do you be another guest lecture here? Absolutely. Uh, one, one thing I just want to say before we, we're done. Uh, when you hear this, you still please still continue to support Ukraine. Uh, it doesn't matter where you do yes. it. Uh, it's plenty of non-for-profits. Uh, send the money. Uh, be smart who you send. But Ukrainians and Ukrainian army uh, need support. I live in a small town. Uh, of Lake Placid, New York, and people here all got together, brought all kind of non-perishable medical hygiene. Well, tell them how much in stuff. weight. You, I read in the Lake Placid News the uh, uh, tons. Yeah, we're gonna take down tomorrow uh, about four thousand pounds of goods. Yeah, yeah, and it's great. So if Lake Placid little town can do it, yeah, local police departments in Massachusetts police departments donated used bulletproof vests. Yeah, that can be reused in Ukraine. And one vest, that bulletproof vest, will save life of Ukrainian police officer or yeah. army. That's a big deal. So don't stop support Ukraine, and against uh, Russian aggression. Talk to your politicians. Do not watch Tucker Carlson. Watch people who talk positively for United States and Ukraine. Right. So glory to Ukraine and God bless America and, and God bless Europe for standing up against brutal regime of Putin. Hopefully one day soon it will end. Absolutely. So I want to thank you for for today. It's always been great. Uh, by the way, folks, if you live in Lake Placid or if you're in the north country of, of New York, you should try to contact Dimitri Feld. You want to tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you to make a contribution? You can just connect me via USA Luge. I work for the United States Luge Association. You can Google it. And uh, just when you call, ask for me. And I'll be happy to answer. USA Luge. Luge yes, association. Just Google it. God bless America and God help and bless the people of Ukraine to win this war. Peace. Thank you. You bet. All right. That was good. I don't know if it's